What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. As DB comes back from making his rounds, I'll take this moment to tell you about The Beanery. How I drink my coffee every morning, it comes from The Beanery. They are the official coffee of coffee and cream. They offer heist. Jeez, heist. It's hot and iced. Sauter's got you sick by hot. saying he pin you. Iced. They offer frozen. Yeah. No, I have, I have plenty of coffee in me to take Sauter down right now. Uh, and it's courtesy of The Beanery. And uh, let's just say I need a muffin after my fight, and I'll probably go to The Beanery. And get that after I take solder down. It's going to be like 16-4. Here's, here's another coffee guy. Yeah. Michael. Michael on line one. Michael Brunt with us on the show. Michael, good morning. How you guys doing? Hey, you a coffee guy? Oh, big coffee oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Bruncey is team coffee. What, what's, your, uh, what's your vice? Like, are you a latte guy or are you, like, just straight black? Do you like it just with a little cream? What is it? Uh, straight black. No foof. God, that is hardcore. Yeah, not that he's hardcore. I would not have guessed that, <laughs> Bruncey. I know you talk about always getting your cups of coffee, and I would not have guessed you as a as a straight up guy. Yeah, no. If it gets bad enough, you kind of have to start doing the uh, the red eyes too with the shot of espresso in the coffee. Oh my goodness! Holy cow! <laughs> You're an animal. <laughs> See, it's always you Mensa guys that don't that, that keep it like basic. <laughs> he's a genius, <laughs> Bruncey. It's it's pick your poison because you're one of the few guys that we talk to that can cover a lot of different things. A lot of different sports. We could go baseball with that just starting. We could go basketball, and of course, we could put a bow on recruiting. It is the Bruncey special. Where would you like to start? Uh, let's go. Let's put a bow on recruiting, and then come double back on a little baseball. How hard? How hard for it was you? Was it for you this year to arrive at some semblance of a Super Six? Uh, in a class of basically like half sleepers, uh, it was pretty tough. <laughs> and and I, I you know, it, it, I mean that that's just the nature of, of how Matt Rule is going to recruit. I mean, I, I think th- if you include the transfers, I think you can get there pretty easily. But man, if it's just the the high school and, and the JUCO guys, it, it's tough, and it's. You're you're almost kind of having to trust your own evaluations of Matt Rule's evaluations, so it, it's tough. But uh, yeah, I mean, at least at least you have options. I mean, it's a massive class, so you got some guys to choose from. Who would you say is a favorite of yours on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball? Um, well, I I, I think obviously Malachi Coleman's an easy one to start with on offense. Um, for you know a guy that size that runs that way, and I, I was pretty impressed with what I heard from just his attitude at, at the the Polynesian Bowl practices. I mean, he, he really stepped it up against you know better competition than probably what he's seen in state, and that that's a significant thing I think sometimes for guys that uh, you know are, are from states that are at least a little more lightly recruited. Um, so I, I'd go there. I mean, if you're kind of looking at you know different guys on offense i mean of that offensive line group i I really like sam sledge and kind of what his long-term potential is as an interior lineman me too 
it seems like you look at what he did during his high school career, and he kind of he just kind of gradually kept moving towards the interior of the offensive line with each year, and he moves well. I think he's got a, a really kind of good comportment for uh, being a center long term, um, and you know I, I think that's a that's a spot that Nebraska struggled with. It's a tough spot to recruit to to find guys that are true centers, and you're not trying to kind of round round peg square hole something and I, I think just long term I think he's he's a good option there and I, I like the fact that they've got Ben Scott for a couple of years as a transfer to kind of let Sledge grow up behind him so that that's kind of where I'd go on offense defensively I mean I Eric Fields is a guy you have to like and team Brunt team Brunt what, what's that? I'm Team Bronze. You're two yeah. for two right now. I yep. think Sam Sledge is a multi-year starter, and yeah. I think Fields is the most dynamic defensive player they recruited. I I liked Fields anyways, and then when you're like, okay, we're going to run a three-three-five, you're like, oh, okay, that's a little bit more interesting. Um, you know, I don't know if that's your rover long term or, or where you're going to put him, but I mean, you you watch his film and he runs well. He gets to the ball with violence when he gets there. And, you know, you, just as a little bit of an undersized linebacker, you don't want to say the name, but, I mean, they, you, you kind of start thinking Levante David when you're watching it. And, again, you don't want to say the name. But I, I think that's, you know, a, a, a huge get for them as a guy that was really overlooked and, and didn't have a ton of – I mean, his, his only other official visit was Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. So – um, you know, that, that's just a really nice job of evaluating and recruiting there. Bronzy, let's go to baseball. Because uh, I, I thought it was interesting. Around here, you know this, Nebraska fans don't like to hear the word culture, chemistry. They, they give you the eye roll. I think Coach Bolton and his staff, they were kind of letting you know and his presser that eh, last year wasn't all that fun. Uh, he's got a little bit of an older group this year. And they're stressing chemistry. Did that surprise you that he was so public about that? Um, no, not at all. <laughs> um, I, I I know just that that group last year. Um, it it just didn't ever click. And I and I don't know if part of it was you're coming off a year where you had Jackson Hallmark, Spencer Schwellenbach, these right. really big big personalities, competitive competitive guys. Um, but it, it just, they really struggled with it last year. And then when you have Kyle Perry and Jake Buns both go down, two guys who were really important kind of mentality guys, it just, it just didn't fit. And, you know, I, I know in the offseason this year, in the fall, a big thing for this team was that they started playing competitive ultimate Frisbee. Like, that, that was the thing that they got together and did. And it got so competitive that, like, they had to start making rules about, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, because they were afraid that somebody was going to get hurt. And that, that just is, is kind of the idea, I think, of, you know, breeding competitiveness, but also being able to hang out with guys after you're done. I mean, it, it really does feel significantly different. And a lot of the kind of leadership faces are the same, but I think they've added some JUCO guys and um, some older type pieces to this roster that, that really kind of fit and mesh well. Um, so I, I, you know, does that matter? Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at the, the, their record in one and two run games last year and you have to think that 
stuff like that can help you turn some of those losses into wins, which is what they're going to have to do this year. 20 new faces on the roster again from last year to this year, and uh, that's kind of been a theme over the course of the Will Bolt tenure. So, um, uh, you know, continue with that point, putting emphasis on culture and chemistry have to be huge, but how do you get there with, like, so many, with changeover over and over and over again? Competition. Yeah, I mean, it, it is competition. I mean, you, you had 46 guys in uh, fall camp, and it was – it almost kind of felt a little bit to me like, you know, guys knew they were playing for spots. It, it, it was kind of cutthroat, and when you have to do that, you, uh, you know, I, I think it, it's a little bit different feeling than last year when you're kind of coming off of a Big Ten title. So um, I think that helps. I, I think they also have a nice mix of guys. I mean, you have some guys like a Charlie Fisher who is, is probably in his last year of baseball and, and is ready to – you know, kind of do whatever he can for the team to win. Um, you know, Kyle Perry's a, a veteran guy that's been around and seen some things. Buns is the same way. Uh, Shea Shanneman. I mean, I mean, those guys wouldn't have come back, and they, and they had the option not to um, if they weren't going to be all bought in for the team. So um, I think that's how you do it. And, you know, I, I think it's been more player-led, too, this time, which I think helps a ton. Bruncey, before we let you go, can Nebraska basketball play in a certain way down the stretch that offsets a 30% win clip? I'd like to say yes, but it just feels like a team right now that they'll give you 30 good minutes, but they just don't have that that extra oomph to get them over the top. I mean, they, they played Illinois tight. Um you know, I think it's going to have to be kind of what the, if, if they're going to win games, they're going to have to be rock fights, and you're going to need somebody to step up and kind of have a really good game, whether it's Kase or you know you get Wilcher finally making shots or, or something like that. I mean, it's uh, the the recipe doesn't look great right now for this team. I mean, you lost two guys that were so imperative to the way you do things and kind of making those plays at the end of games that you have to make to win. So. Uh, to me, it's, it's just uh, you almost got to kind of get to the old Rutgers approach and, and just turn them into rock fights, and I don't know if they can do that right now. DB, we have rock fights all the time. Yes, right? we do. We just throw rocks at each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not what he's saying. <laughs> uh, Michael, thanks so much, man. We appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully we talk again soon. All the best, Bruncey. Sounds good, guys. Yep, he's a senior writer for Husker 24-7 Sports. Now, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Mike Sauter. He's in-house. We still need to get to our the last remaining super six. three Super 6 players. Now, I gave my interchangeable, so I only have two plus a sleeper. More of that coming your way.